why your mic is not cranking. Good, do it again. Um, ow, I just hit my knee. So you're going to do the pod today? Okay, so now you're actually talking into the mic. Okay, talk a little more. Here, I'm going to move the mic closer to me. There, how's that? Okay, yeah, there you go. You got it. Talk. Talk, talk, talk. All right, good. All right, so one of my downfalls in life is I go too fast with everything. And you know how I drive. You know how I do everything. I basically do everything at a thousand miles an hour. Well, I'm starting to realize that every time I do things at a thousand miles an hour, I have to go back and redo it five billion times. And so... And then you curse. <laughs> well, like I was saying, though, the, the guy that's going slow and taking his time, it's like you said earlier, like the tortoise and the hare. And it reminded me of I when I used to be a trucker out on the road when I was an over-the-road driver. I was in a company truck. It did... It was like 65, 68 when I, went, when I ran for Elder Light. I think it was 68, right? And I would literally see like a large car, somebody with a big old 379 passing me all day long. It would be really funny. Like I would get past and I'd go, wow, look at that truck. It's a pretty nice truck. And then I would, you know, maybe four, three, four hours later, I stopped at, at a truck stop and uh, had a, got a coffee and filled up, whatever the case is, right? So anyways, so there I am going down the road again. An hour later, here comes that really nice truck. He's flying by me every single time. And it kind of reminds me of, of that, the way I've been doing things lately of, guess what? I'm doing things so fast. And then I turn around and have to redo them every single time. I'll bet you a trucker that tarps a flatbed. You could probably do it in X amount of time if you take your time nice, neat, and safety-wise. Or you can fly through it, and then you got to come back. You forgot stuff. You got to tighten something. You didn't do something right. And that really fast job, you thought you were beating everybody by 25 minutes, now ends up costing you an extra hour and a half. So the hour or the short time you thought you had ends up becoming a longer time because of having to redo it. I'm really learning that in my my I don't old know. age no I, wow you, you you literally screamed that the, the mic. i didn't scream it you've got me up loud i don't have you up loud well if you don't if you're not gonna mouse talk i'll keep i'm you. not even near my mic and you you have me up loud i can hear it okay so all right so that that's all i was i just was 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 saying that i don't even know why i even said that you know it's kind of a life lesson for you know younger drivers even or even anybody that rushes through things and then how many times do you find yourself having to fix or clean up what you did wrong? If you just stop, do it right the first time, you actually have less stress and you get it done quicker in a in a better manner. Does that make sense? In a weird way, I actually understand you. I know. Anyway, so <laughs> hey, you know what what I what I was thinking about was trainers and drivers. And I was thinking about how unfair the industry is. And what I mean by unfair, think about in the South and where the warmer states are, right? How many times over the years have we interviewed truck drivers and like they are deathly afraid of going north. 
they do not want to go up north. And it's, it's really the mountains and the slick weather. In the summer, they don't mind going up. And I don't blame them. And I'm going to tell you why. When you're born in the north, you learn how to drive in ice and snow. And the reason I wanted to talk about this today is because we're only about a month away from snow coming down up in the northwest. I, I yeah, I mean, I thought I thought I heard about a storm already happening up there. I, it could uh, South Dakota and all that uh, absolutely could be going down right now. But what I what I wanted to say about it being unfair, I'll tell you, and I have a fix for it. I was actually thinking about this. Truck drivers come out of school. Say, say you come out of a trucking school in Georgia and it's May, it's June, it's July. You're going to go now with somebody that should have a little bit of experience and can pass some things on to you, especially in different situations. And in fact, a lot of trucking companies like to take a driver and put him in mountain driving, in city driving, all that stuff while he's in training so he gets used that's to it. That's the purpose of the training. Right. And then you really do need that. to If you're going to be... I've been dealing with drivers for 20-some years now. And I'm telling you, it's so unfair for a truck driver that gets that graduates in June, July, or whatever, and he goes on a, I don't know, a four- or six-week training program with his company... And he literally gets, you know, he passes and they assign him his truck and it's nice and sunny summer. And then all of a sudden, October, November comes and he's dispatched up into a snowstorm. It really isn't fair to him if he's never had skid pad training. It's not really fair to him that he wasn't really able to go with somebody that has confidence that's been through snow driving before. And now here he is stuck having to deal with this himself or herself, if it's a female driver. Mm -hmm. And so I got a suggestion for this. Well, let's hear it. Well, you got to talk into the mic. I'm sure everybody heard me right there. Okay. You got me up loud still. No, I don't. I'm watching this. I'm watching the lines. I am. So my suggestion is this. If you're a trucking company and you have drivers that have never driven in snow and you have a lot of freight that goes up that way, you should make it mandatory that every driver that you have trained at least spend at least one week paid with an experienced driver and maybe not as what you would call a trainer because the guy might have 10 months by the time you put him with somebody, but you really need to dispatch these guys and gals with a, a, a I guess a trainer or just somebody with experience that they can really learn how to drive in, in adverse conditions. Okay, let me get this straight, what you're saying, because you kind of lost me for a minute. What you're saying is if they, if they graduated school during the spring and summer months, what you think they should do then is when it becomes the winter months, at least one week during that time frame, they are to go with a trainer upon before they do any deliveries on their own in a weather that is snow, ice, um, black ice, anything like that to get them accustomed to it before they go solo again, like just to do like a, a little week vacation with it. I do. And, okay. and I, and you see, unfortunately you could dispatch the guy and it could be dry weather. 
you know, that week. He's he's up north. But, you know, Ruthann, listen, we've seen it. It's it is this is not a big secret. If I was born in the South and I never drove in ice and snow before. I wouldn't want to be just thrown into it. Who the hell wants to do that? Oh, no, especially when you hear the horror stories of it. I mean... Well, look at the videos. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to end up... I mean, even some of the ones that are from the Northeast or, or the Midwest, they don't want to go in that weather no matter what because they are always in it. So they feel they don't want to be in it anymore either. So I grew up driving in snow and icy roads and... I know how to steer in, in, in really crappy weather. And so do most guys that drive in snow. They know the rules. Okay, obviously. And in fact, you can read about it. If you go into a slide, do not touch your brakes. Right. Just let your wheel, your your wheels will start turning and you can steer. If you're not using your brakes, you actually can steer your vehicle. But the first time you want to grab those brakes, just out of panic. And so... One of the things that these drivers really should have is some kind of skid pad training. Even if I'm telling you, some somebody should open up. Why don't Why don't you suggest this? Go ahead. When they're training in the facilities, you know, a lot of places have you know the virtual reality training. They should have like a skid pad setup. I mean, they do it for like with the cones to go around. You know, when you're doing any type of like you're doing where you're going, weaving in and out of cones and you're backing up and doing all that. They, they have that set up. They should maybe have like an ice pad set up to where they can freeze some ice um, to show, you know, to get a driver used to driving on, you know, a slick road. I'm not even sure what you just suggested. You're saying with a virtuality machine do it? No, I'm just I said if you're driving a truck and you have to back it up or park it at a training facility, they set it up in the parking lot with cones, correct? Yeah. Okay. What if they got a, you know, someone developed a pad that they could put down? Right. A skid pad up north. No, it don't have to be up north. It could be well, down south. You, well, how would you keep it frozen unless it was inside of a building? Well, you, they also make chemicals that freezes things that they could just freeze it. I mean, if you're just doing it for a short bit, I'm sure you could freeze it without hurting the environment. Well, I mean, I, I, I agree. Something to that effect. I was going to say up in the north. But even if you had a facility, even if somebody thought, hey, you know what? Let's open up skid pad training up north. I, you know, if you only had one or two skid pad training facilities up in say Michigan or somewhere where it's always going to be cold enough to hold ice. And you just had trucking companies sending their drivers for the week. That's actually a better idea than what I suggested, Ruth. And that's really surprising that you actually had a better idea than me. I'm serious. Hmm. Really very good. Thank you for that. But Hmm. I like that. If we just took if we just open, maybe we'll open one. Uh, open up if somebody just had a couple acres to where they can just keep a frozen. And it would be nice if they had like one side where you can make snow, like a a ski resort. One side with some packed snow on it. One side with ice on it. And have trainers that can show these guys. You know, I'm telling you, there's some guys out there that are amazing stunt drivers with tractor trailers. They could put the truck up on its side and drive on the side and everything. Somebody that could literally show these drivers, here's where you've got to correct without brakes. Here's where you're overcorrecting. Here's the where. I'm telling you, just to give these guys, and I'm going to tell you something. It's really not just the guys in the South. There's some guys up North that are deathly afraid of the snow driving too. So if you can just 
if we could just get something, I'm telling you, you would not believe one of the biggest problems in trucking would be solved right there. You wouldn't believe so many. There's so many people that just say to me all the time, I don't go north of I-40. I don't go, I don't go above Virginia. I don't, I don't like it up there. A lot of them say, well, I don't like the people up there. It's, it's really more of the weather than anything. Are you still with me, Ruthann? Yes, I am. Okay. So anyways, that's a, that's really all I wanted to mention. How unfair it really is with actual, and it's, it's just all, and I don't think they realize, I don't even think trucking companies realize how unfair it really is when you graduate the wrong time now you're not going to be with somebody that you can actually get confidence and and drive a tractor trailer with you know in in adverse weather what do you think no i think actually the idea of having a a facility opened up just for uh, all all weather training and you know even if the drivers go there only for a day or two you know while they're in their training that would help out before they end up going up and, and chancing their life, someone else's life, you know? Yeah. I mean, and look, it, it, it's, it's September. We're in September. We're doing this pod in September. It's nice out. Um, it, it, the whole country's and has good weather. You got a big hurricane on its way to the Carolinas. But other than that, nobody's worried about snow and ice, but you and I both know every year by October, November, all the Southeast regional positions all disappear. There's almost no openings on South Central and Southeast Regional when it comes to winter because of this exact factor. And I'm telling you, I'm not making fun of these guys. I might have at one time, but I'm telling you for real, I don't, I, I actually, I actually agree with these drivers. If I didn't have experience in ice and snow, I wouldn't want any part of it. Yeah, but the only thing is... I've is seen a lot of wrecks in these, ice and snow. These, I understand that. We, we, we have seen them. We yeah. posted them. Yeah. But the thing that I don't understand is if the driver don't get the experience and go out there and do it, yeah. he's never going to. He's oh, always going to be the driver that's going to want the south, you know, southeast, southwest regionals yeah. and not take that uh, attempt to go... Yeah. And and drive up because I mean honestly the, the weather only lasts for so long. Is it really worth the cut in the income that you need to survive through the winter times? And that's exactly that's one of the other disadvantages. You know the advantage is you don't have to go up there and and worry. And believe me, I'd rather take a pay cut than get get into a bad wreck. You know. Yeah, you, but if you got the training, it's you're not gonna right. You lessen your chances just like Correct. anything else. Yeah. But if you if you're smart and the way you do it correctly, you're you're limiting those chances of that accident. Nobody's gonna have you driving on and weather that's really that bad anyways they're going to make you chain up they're going to make you do the precautions take a different route whatever the case might be and if it's that bad you're going to be parked anyways so as far as traveling in that it's just a matter of learning how to do it in the south we learn how to drive in rain continually okay so you know honestly 100 percent, i agree with what you're saying there um the you know the other advantage is you don't lose money because when you take a Southeast regional job, you, you, your miles cut and the pay is a lot less in the Southeast and the Southwest. So you're right. That's another advantage to learning how to drive in the ice and snow. So my advice to you drivers is this, even, even though there isn't a special course and if you're a trucking company up North, you that's listening, we got a lot of trucking companies or a lot of trucking schools route in. That's what I meant. Trucking schools that listen to talk CDO, a lot of followers. If you go to the, 
There's a, a, a internal settings. You can look and see who's following you. And we've got a lot of trucking schools that are really cool. You know, they're cool people and they send us stuff. But, uh, you know, maybe one of the trucking schools could take advantage of this need and start offering trucking companies that are in the South. Hey, we have skid pad training and, uh, you know, send your guy up here. Here's the cost. Let me tell you something. It would be worth for it would be worth it for companies to pay the whatever cost. It shouldn't cost too much for, you know, three, four days of of just skid pad training. It shouldn't cost anything but room and board, travel. Yeah, and, but they could probably end up going and purchasing something purchasing that would what? help. What do you mean? Equipment that would help with creating a skid pad. No, you know? no, I well, I don't I don't I don't know that anybody could has enough acreage and the equipment to create a skid pad in the South, Ruthann. I don't know what that entails. You're you're making a suggestion that I, I don't even know anything about. I, I've, I'm just saying they can s- look into it, can't they? Okay, how can't many outside out? hockey rinks do you know down in Florida and Georgia? I don't know of any. Do you know of any outside ones? I know there's inside ones. I'm just saying, in order for you to have a skid pad for a tractor trailer, you need quite a bit of acres. You can't just have like one or two acres. You need a big enough field, and then you'll need to keep that field cold to be able to keep slick stuff. I don't, I don't see unless you poured oil on it and used that, but I don't think that would, that would actually be the same as ice or snow. I think you really need somebody up North, a trucking school, maybe that already has the big enough. I went to a school in outside of Philly. They had all state. They had a giant skid pad that they used to train guys on out there in the winter. Um, if, if somebody up North literally started, got this idea, I guarantee you trucking companies would send drivers up to that. And especially you, you get a, you'd probably get a big discount to send X amount of drivers every year to the, to the company. I'm telling you, it would, I, I believe companies would keep drivers longer too, because they'd be giving these guys confidence that they can actually drive up there now. Well, it also would help probably, you know, if it was through their insurance, they might end up getting like an insurance break, you know, special training that the drivers do yeah. or um, skid pads or any kind of accident precautions and so forth. I agree. Well, listen, I, you know, we, that's just a suggestion. I wanted to just mention that for all you trucking companies out there and you trucking schools, if you want to start something and, and, and of course, give talk CDL the credit you know it was Ruth Ann's <laughs> brilliant idea and uh I would just say uh we'll leave it at that and and move on we've got a bunch of other stuff that we want to do today and uh unless you have something else you have any suggestions I'm going to wrap this thing up it's kind of a boring pod to me but it's but it was a I believe it's something that needs to be you know a lot of people don't want to deal with what's called the embarrassing issues you know that, right? Are you? I mean, most people would be embarrassed. I'm a man, and I'm. A, I don't want to drive up north. Most people don't want to deal with. They throw out other excuses, right? Everybody wants to just throw out an excuse and and act like it doesn't exist. But when you have, when you have every South job, you know, totally taken up by the time winter comes, that tells you people and people are not wanting to go because they have fear, and fear will keep you alive, and and there's. They're smart for saying, you know what? I don't really know much about the freaking mountains up there, especially with ice and snow on them. I don't want to do it. And that's because they never have. But obviously, coming from the north and never wiping out in, I've been in so many ice and snowstorms, crazy, never wrecked. Praise God for that. And guess what? 
if I can do it, they can all do it. So one of you guys up there in the north, start a, a skid pad training, and I guarantee you will flourish with business because trucking companies would definitely, I believe, take people up on that. I really believe they would. Well, if they come up with a good compensation package for the companies to do at these schools, it would definitely be beneficial. Like I said, it would help with their insurance. It would help with this retaining things and stuff. It would be nice. Okay. All right. Well, do you have anything else? I'm going to wrap this thing up. No, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Um, let's get out of here. Peace. Peace. All right. Praise Lord. Hey, drivers. Ruth Ann here. Pick up the phone and dial 844-292-8999. If you're looking for a company with new all automatic Kenworth T680s with APUs and fridges, this company offers lease purchase and company positions Again, dial 844-292-8999.